Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Cedius, and we're without parent tonight due to wife illness. And, and so, child. And, well, child counts too, but mostly wife illness, right? Well, I mean, if, if, if the child wasn't there, the wife could be left home alone. <laughs> well, I suppose that's true. But, you know, we, we love Jenny in there. We it's, do. It's okay for Perrin to stay. And, you know, we love it when she buys him birthday scotch more. So, oh, yay. Yes. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Jenny. Uh, so but we do have a guest. We do have a guest. Uh, last minute fill-in. So, very much appreciated <laughs> guest. Um, say hello, guest. Uh, hello, guest. Uh, yeah. What's your name, guest? Oh, my name is Megan Culverhouse. I am with the Ridiculous Puppet Company. I'm also the puppet wrangler and lead puppet costume designer for Fritz's Funporium. Which is a callback to guest Charles that we had, oh, probably April, four, March, months, yeah. March, April. Go back and listen to old episodes, folks, if you, you know. You can just look for Charles' name, too. Yeah. Good, good old Charles Hubble. He's a good man. So, yeah. So, uh, we'll have scotch. We will have scotch. But first, what episode are we on, Cedius? We are on episode 39, Dave, and you'll note that I even wrote it on the fucking sheet. Damn. Yeah, I'm on top of this shit today. (laughs) So tonight, tonight we shall be drinking the Rivati 1998 Sherry Edition. Oloroso Sherry. Oloroso Sherry. Because there's two 1998 Sherry Editions, the Oloroso and the other one that I don't have. And therefore, don't remember, it starts with an M. I don't give a shit. Hey, if, you're, if, you're, if you know and you're listening to the show, you can post it in the comments. Madeira is, I don't know, some other specific type of sherry. It's so. Spanish, I'm sure. It is. Well, then it probably would be Madeira then, but... Uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> and then the Long Row 14 Campbellton Single Malt Scotch Whiskey should be interesting. Well, we, we, we like the Glen Scotia well enough, so so far of you know the Campbellton region, we're, we're, we're one and two, or one for two. So, well... Yeah, maybe. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't remember any of the stuff that we drink. That's why, <laughs> that's why I have him write it down. And that's why I've been trying to update the website. And I'm, I'm close. We're only, like, seven episodes behind now. Oh, really? Yeah. You got us, you got us up from episode 21, huh? Uh-huh. Congratulations. Yeah. Took, took a little time, did a little editing. Uh, the... The distilleries... The, the, the links page is completely caught up. So, the, so there are new distillery links Woo. on there. There's links to important things that the guests care about, so I imagine I'll have to do some more editing because Ridiculous Public Company now needs to get added. And uh, <laughs> so, so while the pours are getting going, um, that's an interesting name. Explain the Ridiculous Public Company, if you would, please. The what Ridiculous, ridiculous. Well, um, <laughs> the genesis of the name is actually from a web series that Jeff and I were doing uh, when we very first started out with public building called the Institute for Ridiculous Science, which some of you may have heard of. Um, we were filming it in my basement sewing room, and it was a very tiny cramped space. I think they had about 250 square feet of combined workshop and office space in my basement. And the ceilings were only about seven feet tall, so it was very, very small, very cramped. And uh, we very much enjoyed making this series, of course. Um, and about six months after we started the series, Jeff decided to quit his day job, file the paperwork for the LLC, and we became the Ridiculous Puppet Company. Um, and the, the genesis behind the word ridiculous is because we just kept running around and going, oh my God, this is so ridiculous. I can't believe that we're, we're actually doing this. So, so that's where the name came from. Um, we had originally thought about becoming the Puppetorium. Um, that was the original name for the company, but we found out that there is a puppets resale organization out in Oregon that already has the name the Puppetorium. Uh, which is really sad because I really liked the name Puppetorium. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so for the last uh, two years now, we are actually coming up on our second anniversary. We've been the Ridiculous Puppet Company. Um, February, we just moved into our first real workshop space in North Minneapolis. We have about 1,000 square feet of combined workshop, office, and studio space now. Um, and it's 14-foot ceilings. I mean, it's the greatest feeling in the whole wide world after you've been in seven-foot rooms your entire career. Nice. Nice. So, uh, tell us more about the Funporium. Uh, CDs and I are both kick, uh, we're both Kickstarter uh, backers. backers. Sure. So, yeah, um, I've seen the show. I don't know. I haven't gotten I saw oh, the show. Yeah. I watched the show. I'm Good for you. You get a gold star. I, 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 I'm lame at playing catch-up on Kickstarter and Pledge Me and GoFundMe things. That I, I get the reminders that the shit's out there. I just... I <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So the Fritz's Funporium, or I guess it's Funporium now, um, the original pilot was titled uh, Fritz's Funporium when it first came to us. Um, we, uh, we, Jeff and I were hired to assist in the show. Um, he's one of the utility puppeteers, uh, so he works with Charles Hubble, who mm-hmm. mentioned was a guest on your show, uh, and Gordon Snooter, John Jennings, and Bonnie Allen were the other puppeteers on the show. Um, I was one of, I I got to be the puppet costume designer. Um, This series has a fairly heavy puppet cast, and the characters go through a lot of costume changes. Um, And there are some interesting technical challenges when you're building puppet costumes, because they're, you know, very small, and puppets don't move the same way that people move, so you have to make some adjustments to the the drafting of the patterns in order to be able to to get them to look right. Um, and it was a fun challenge. Um, I got to make everything from, you know, Fritz's, all of the, the costumes for the main characters and all of the incidental costumes, too. So um, I got to make a tiny little puppet-sized cow costume, and I think that might be the crowning moment of my career as a puppet costumer. <laughs> and uh, I really hope the series gets picked up because I'm looking forward to having more interesting challenges like that. I thought it was hilarious, so I hope you guys get picked up. Too. Well, thank you so very much. Yeah, I watched it while I was at work, and and the people at my lab were looking at me funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Unfortunately, the the audience listening at home can't see the pilot yet because it was only it was only gone out to the Kickstarter backers, and the project has closed. So unfortunately, there's you can't get in on that, but. Uh, if you contact your favorite media distribution company and let them know you really want to see more puppet shows, there might be a chance it could come to a local cable or digital streaming service near you. So, in, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, you know, if, if you could shoot the moon, like, who were you really, like, pitching this to in terms of, like, if you if you could have your choice of who would pick it up? If I could have my choice? Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. You know, uh, I... Uh, if it doesn't involve puppet costumes, I'm kind of out of the loop on sure. the production stuff. Uh, some of the names that have been tossed around have been exciting uh, because they're names that people actually know, but I am not supposed to say. Right. Um, this, is, this is why I did it in the hypothetical. If right, you right. could. If I could, um, I I got to admit, I would either want to be on, <clears throat> on, pardon me, on, on either Netflix or FX or FXX. Um, FX because I would really love to be on a, a lineup next to Archer. Nice. That would make yeah. my my bitter little soul happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Netflix because uh, as Netflix original content, I imagine that they probably have some incredibly swank parties, and I totally want to go and choose with Kevin Spacey. There you go. Done with that. Yeah. yeah. But Dave's looking at me funny, so apparently we need to talk about the scotch now. Mm, we yes. do need to talk about the scotch. This is the. Uh, you, you, you said it's the Brulotti. This mm-hmm. is the Brulotti 98 Sherry Edition from the Oloroso, not the other one. As one would expect, certainly some sweetness. Yeah, there's sherry definitely nose. some sweetness in the nose. Um, some nice smokiness, too. Mm-hmm. Just getting the... <clears throat> with, with the sweetness, and, and you're going to look at me crazy, is anybody else getting the tiny scent of rose? I am, actually. Um, so mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what the floral mm-hmm. of it was, but... Yeah. This is the floral I can identify because it's rose. <laughs> Ordinarily, I, I could do that, but rose specifically I can pick out. I don't smell flowers. Uh, well, I typically don't either, but rose is an obvious one. I bet you don't sing to small animals either. You would make a terrible Disney princess, sir. Yes, yes I would. There's something else <laughs> in the nose I'm trying to find. That is, they, they taste it already. Yeah. You pacer yeah. people. Um, well, I, 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 do, I do like to drink. <laughs> yeah, that's why we do the show. There's uh, some really nice. This is really nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a second drink before I figure out what I'm going to say. Well, I still can't figure out what's in the nose, so I'm just going to drink two. Yeah, this one's all kinds of not bad. So I'm not normally a scotch drinker, uh, which is why I was amused when you guys invited me on the show this evening. But this is dark fine scotch, and I would totally drink this without yeah. being coerced. Uh, I'm getting a lot of the smoke. Yeah. Um, I'm not getting so much of the sherry, though, or, or any of the floral. It's all in the nose. This is, yeah, this is really, this is really nice, though. It's I have a, sweet. I've kind of a hate relationship with Brulati, mm-hmm. so. Um, Did they do something terrible to your mom? 
Uh, no, no, no. They miss, they, they miss, they they do something to my tongue. Yeah, they don't, they don't do good things to his tongue. We, we, we've had one that was not it was, bad. It was good. It was good. And then, and then most of the same distillery. thing again a year later, and it was terrible. And The, the distillery uh, changed Master Distillers around the same time in terms of when <laughs> the one bottle versus the other bottle would have shipped. Yeah. And so there's, there's some high potential that we're not liking the new distiller. Yeah. But uh, well, let's go get that guy. Well, ninety-eight would still be McGowan. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that would explain it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had enough realities that we even know the guy's name. He so, knows the guy's name. And you did too at one point. But then you drank too much scotch, and it all just went right out of your head. Yeah. Um, I am still just loving his nose, though. I love the color. It's very pretty. Well, there's some caramel color in there. Yeah, definitely there is. Because you can taste the, mm-hmm. I, in my mouth, I can still taste the, the caramel. Yeah. that That's certainly in the finish for sure. Yeah. Having a hard time explaining what I'm getting on the palate, though. Yeah, I'm not I'm not getting a lot of flavor on it. I guess that's not, that's not true. I'm getting a lot of flavor, but I'm not, it's not identifiable. The the sherry, I can, I can taste yeah, now. Yeah, the, the, it, it, I think it's really muddled. it. it it's sherry with the with the actual wood. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there's certainly the wood hint there. There's a little bit of the smoke. So now what we're going to yeah. do is we're going to put water in it. Okay. Yeah, we didn't do our usual like prep talk with her, so we're actually going to have to do our usual. So what we do stuff. is we we nose it neat, mm-hmm. and then we drink it neat, and then we put a few drops of water in it. Oh, for you. Thank you. Yeah, he's using the eyedropper, or I'm still just pouring. <laughs> And uh, then we're going to nose it wet, and then we're going to drink it wet, and then we're going to talk about it some more. And we usually talk about it, so like if you if you smell anything, even if it sounds silly. Well, they, they I don't work for the ridiculous type of company for nothing. All right, well, feel free to say something, even if it sounds ridiculous. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that the nose just softens. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. does. It doesn't change a whole lot. Mm-hmm. The smoke... Went away more than the rest. Yeah, I'm going to say that. It's much gentler. You get a little bit more of a flowery nose. Doesn't make my eyes burn so much. Yeah, and and Megan was right. It certainly was smooth to start with. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see what opening it up does in terms of the smoothness. Because you'd think that it would get more smooth with water, but we found that a lot of times it gets harsher with water. So um, this one might get a little harsher, but it's not noticeably like doesn't punch you in the face. And no, go, like I'm getting a little tingle, a little tingle on, the tongue on the tongue. Yeah, and, that uh, I didn't get before, but not um, in a bad way. Yeah, no, it's, there's definitely a little bit of, a, of an alcohol taste that you get once it's uh, once mm-hmm. you put some water in it, but it's not it's not bad. And you know, I think I prefer the way it smells neat than I do with the water in it. Yeah, oftentimes the nose is it's got more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neat. Although some sure. we we have found that the nose gets really awesome with water, like the Ardbeg. Yeah. The yeah, big oh, switch yeah. that happens when the Ardbeg ten. Yeah. There's really <clears throat> nothing to say about the nose other than the softening. I'm still having a hard time identifying the flavor I'm getting beyond just you know, sherry and wood. Well, there's something there, but I can't. Maybe I'm crazy here. Maybe a little bit of black licorice. Hmm. A little anise in there. Yeah. I would taste that. I was, I, was, I was thinking there was a little bit of almond there. Hmm. I'm looking for your licorice. I'm not quite finding it, which is good since I don't like black licorice. Oh, wait, there it is. But it's not like a. Yeah, no, it's not a punch you in the face. No, it, it, it's, it's, it's just kind of a hint. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting a more powerful nut taste. I, I think that's where it's. Mm, could be. Almond or hazelnut. I haven't really for sure which one it is. I'm thinking more almond. It's not quite amaretto enough. Is making my lips numb. Yeah, I got a little uh, inside lower lip burn when I switched around. Yeah, that in my was, mouth a bit. That was not kind of a surprise. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but not unpleasant. That was quite good. Yeah, yeah. came on a good night. Great. Thank so, you for inviting me. Well, so far, so far. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like it's going to get dangerous. Well, you know, um, Perrin, our, our our absent co-host, is a. Uh, uh, he, he said that before he uh, he met us and came on the show, he had never met a scotch he didn't like. 
So which was the one that did him in? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, there have been a couple that he's not particularly cared for. There, there have been plenty. Um, <laughs> Dave, Dave was gone on a night where there were a couple uh, that night that he didn't care for. We did um, some recordings with the Geeks Without God hosts, mm-hmm. uh, one of whom doesn't typically drink. But the other two... I know, enjoy a good mm-hmm. drink now and again. And so I figured it would be safe to throw the cask strings at them. So, of course, the one who didn't drink had that much more fun. And uh, he he, create, he he had some interesting ratings uh, concerning <laughs> most of the scotches. But the table as a whole did not care for two of the four we mm-hmm. had in, in those two recording sessions. And so there, there's certainly... That happens. Yeah, yeah. a lot. Because well, there's a lot of bad stuff out there. Yeah. And then there's a special edition that hasn't gone live yet that I don't know is going to go live because uh, we're, we're fair certain that the, the pour that we had was not a pure pour of what it was that we were drinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so we're, I, I think that's going to be lost to the ages. I might eventually post it, but we're fair certain it was watered down before we got it. And I get a job. Yeah, you keep saying that, Dave. Well, so you keep saying you're going to get a job. I'm going to get a job. (laughs) You've graduated. You have graduated, right? Um, Mostly. I'm not sure if, if technically speaking, I have yet graduated. I can't remember what the date on on the certificate is. But, yeah, for all intents and purposes, I have. Okay. Just so, yeah. Well, I'm sorry that Perrin is missing out on this one. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Perrin. I guess I'll have to drink yours. You're shot. laughing like he listens to the show. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I maybe mean, he will since he's not here. Oh, actually, Perrin, you smell funny, and no one likes you anyway. Actually, it's more likely of the two of them, Jenny listens to the show to see what her husband's up to. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jenny, if you're actually listening to that. I, I, I don't mean anything by that. I'm just... Yeah. Though I heard him. Just try, I heard him. Just, heard him. Just, just try to be funny. Hey, hey! <laughs> Who buys you the scotch? I'll bring my video camera. Yes, uh, YouTube. We'll get hits. We'll get hits. You'll get hits. Yeah, well, that's In the space. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 oh, it's okay. <laughs> and the usual berating of the seediest begins. All right. Oh, don't cry in your scotch. That'll no. just make it taste bad. No, it's... Standard fare for the episode, I'm just... He's yeah. not used to being ganged up on. <laughs> well, wait, yeah, he is. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah. You liar. Perrin's around, then. It's me and him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Perrin's usually fairly nice about it, but you know, he'll, he'll, he'll take a shot, and the shot's there. You know, we get him back, it's okay. I understand this is the nature of the beast. But the other nature of the beast is that now we have to give scores. And because we didn't explain it to Megan before... Scores work thusly. Mm-hmm. It's a five-point scale, mm-hmm. one to five, which makes three the actual middle. Therefore, that is the average, run-of-the-mill, whatever. You drink it, you wouldn't go out of your way for it. One is a war crime. <laughs> Five's the best shit you had in your mouth. Okay. And I don't know, man. I'm, I've put some pretty fantastic things in my mouth over the years. And stories that I'm interested in hearing later, call. Okay. <laughs> However... Uh, to give you an idea of where things go, we will let Dave begin. Um, I would say this is this is above average. I and certainly exceeded my expectations by quite a bit because I I have not had a very happy relationship with this distillery <laughs> over the years. And this it is the Chris Brown to your Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's beaten me, and I still keep coming back. Uh, no, this this was this was pretty solid, and this is one of the prime examples of why I keep coming back. Is that this was this was a good one? Um, it tasted solid, both wet and neat, and I think I'm going to give it a three five. Oh, we can do partial points. We can oh, do yeah. partial points. Oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah, new, new, nuance is is you know a good thing. Yeah. So, um, for a roulade, that is high praise for Dave. It um, is. I tend to like the distillery a bit more than he does, um, but as I've grown to know more distilleries and, and tasted a considerable amount of scotch now on the show and, and at other times, um, I'm, I'm certainly 
less generous than I might have been uh, at one point in time. This, this is certainly a good issue for them. Um, it was nice and smooth, both wet and dry. Uh, the fact that I couldn't pick out the flavor, I mean, there's something there, and I just can't, and, and at the end, I just said, no, it's got kind of a nutty feel to it. Um, I mean, that's, that's really all I got, but I, I do like it. Uh, I'm going to agree with Dave. I'm going to give it a straight 3.5. Um, certainly better scotches, but for, for Brulotti, this was, this was not bad, and I realized you know, he didn't read the tasting. We could still read the tasting notes. Oh, should, should I give my score first? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, 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 let's do that. We're doing things a little out of order for our usual, but that's okay. That's oh, all right. Everything's kind of piggledy-piggledy this evening anyway. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's what happens when we do things last minute. I know. Um, We're recording later than usual. So, uh, so as I mentioned, I'm, I don't drink a whole lot of scotch, so for me, a, a good scotch you know, would have to be already above a three, I think, on your rating scale in order for me to even consider drinking it. Um, so I was going to say four, because this is actually something I, I would order and drink. Okay. Um, but I didn't realize that's before you guys can do partial points. So I think I'm going to give it a 3.75. Excellent. Pretty solid. Now, we're recording later than usual, but it's still the September 1st, even though it's always September 1st. Yes. It's always September 1st? Well, it, it is when it's the first episode that's going live in September. Ah, yeah. okay. And, and, and the next episode we'll record, it will be two weeks from now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see you in two weeks after this one. We're going to do it's one good thing more bottle. Yeah. It's a good thing you live <laughs> The audience knows, Dave. Adam, why, why, are, why are we keeping this joke going? Because <laughs> it's fun. The illusion. Uh-huh. Suspension of discipline. That's right. Yep. Yep. Actually, it would be the 16th. Well, <laughs> the second episode, yeah, so we'll be live on the 16th. Good job, Dave. So what are the tasting notes? Uh, well, I don't know. Okay. Tasting notes. Well, yeah, that's, that's the thing with Brulotti is I don't know if I still have the Brulotti book hiding somewhere, because that's where the real tasting notes Genuine sherry casks, once widely used for maturing fine whiskey, are today few and far between. Oloroso casks had a dark and sweet wine that is allowed to oxidize slowly through the cask in the Solera for many decades. The Solera. What the heck is that word? Manzanilla casks had the dry, light, and freshest sherry from the Atlantic coastal town of Somewhere, <laughs> like our whiskey, it is famously influenced by Atlantic winds. <coughs> so I'm guessing this is not the Manzanilla cast. Well, right, it's the old also. Right, so, and I've noticed that this fine metallic tin has a sticker, sticker to it, say yeah. that it was aged in Oloroso casks, which means mm. they probably just used the same they did. tin and then just slapped a sticker on it. Yeah. That, that's why I wasn't sure I had the right bottle when I first bought it. All right, so this is the other one was the Manzanilla, and I read the notes, the, the notes. In See, here. I told the story with an M. Yeah, yeah, well, you were right. So yeah, there's not a whole lot here. Usually there's at least a couple paragraphs of flowery bullshit. <laughs> That don't mean anything. The better to sell you on the nuance and... Oh, yeah. No, seriously. Sometimes I read, like, a, like a, an intro to a Dungeons & Dragons adventure. Awesome. I want to go adventuring in that world. It sounds like it would be amazing. Better than Dragon Raid. Another callback. Anyway. <laughs> so, we, we, we did the score on that one. So, uh, now Dave has to find the other bottle. Oh. And we'll talk to you about more things. Shock it off right here. So, uh... Tell us a story. Yeah. Did, did, just some dirt... Some dirt. Uh, what would you like? Kind of dirt would you like to know? Like current projects that we're working on, stuff that we've got coming up, more stories about Funporium. I can tell you the story about how I have a cat named Leroy Jenkins. Hey, there we go. Yeah, there I, we go. I, I actually met this cat a week ago. She had a little party at her place, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I swung by, and very friendly. Yes. Very friendly. Yes. Cat. He is aggressively friendly. I think that's probably the best way to describe him. So I have a, a kitty, an orange marmalade American long haired cat. Um, named Leroy Jenkins, and he is adorable and, uh, and as we mentioned, aggressively friendly. Um, so he is about 10 years old, and when I first got him, uh, my, my then roommate, TJ, and I, uh, he, he, TJ had two cats, Karma and Kimba, who were these 
beautiful uh, female white American short-haired cats, and Karma in particular has the most beautiful cat eyes I've ever seen on a kitty. Anyway, um, when Leroy came home with us, his name was originally Elwood, if that was the name that he had at the shelter, and I considered keeping it if I had gotten a second cat that I could have named Joliet Jake. Unfortunately, three cats is kind of the limit that we could handle, so we just had the one. Um, so while we were trying to decide on a name, we were keeping the cats separated from each other whilst they had a chance to kind of acclimate. And Because once the cat has a name... The cat has a name, yeah. right. Um, so this is this is 10 years ago. This is in the winter of uh, 2004. And for those of you who remember, that was the the heyday of the Leroy Jenkins video. It from had World basically Warcraft. just come out because yep. that raid was new. It was... And it was everywhere, I and mean, you could not escape. Leroy! At least I got chickens. Yeah. At least I got chickens. I've still never seen the video. That's okay. Yeah. You're not missing much. Uh, so, because we had the cats separated, um, and, and Leroy is a very friendly kitty, he really wanted to go out and meet the other cats, Karma and Kimba. And so anytime he would open the door to the room that he was sequestered in, he would immediately rush out and straight into the paws of the resident cats, Carmen Kimbo, who beat the crap out of him. <laughs> uh, and he didn't care, because to him this was kitty love. Um, and, uh, Welcome to the family, kid! <laughs> exactly. But he is, a, he is the red-headed stepchild of the family. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so we have to separate the cats and take Leroy back into his little isolation chamber, and, you know, everyone would get kitty treats and, and some catnip and calm down. We'd play with the cats for a while. And he'd leave the room, and then Leroy was out the door like a flash again, um, straight into danger, regardless of what had happened before. And so the name Leroy Jenkins kind of stuck because he is constantly, stupidly running into danger and not caring about the consequences at all. Very funny. Very funny. And, and and when she says aggressively friendly, it, it it's the gnome that's walking and going, Wanna join my guild? Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yep. yeah. Um I, I must admit, um, I have never actually played World of Warcraft before in my entire life. Uh, so the fact that I have a cat named Leroy Jenkins is largely based off of the internet meme and not because I have any great fondness for the game. <laughs> Although that does not mean that I don't like it. Uh, certainly those of you out there who enjoy a good World of Warcraft game, good on you. Um I, I just, I don't have the time to allow myself to be sucked into And Dave something. looks at me being the person in the room with 16 or 17 person. level 90 characters. That's cool. Like, it's, uh, it's, the it's, only person in the room here who plays. World of Warcraft? Yeah. Yeah. Says Mr. Eve. Yeah. Well, that's because <laughs> oh. it's a real game. Oh, Eve. I, you know, I don't, I don't play Eve either, but I certainly keep up on the goings-on inside of Eve <laughs> because it is, it is fascinating to read how the different guilds interact with each other and some of the, the battles and the, the backstabbing that goes on. Oh, is, yeah. is, is Moon Squad still around? Are they yeah, still I, I've heard that they kind of broke up and reformed and, and yeah, well, something, something. Of course, because... Those, it's Goon they, Squad. Yeah, because oh. they're the good ones. So that's what they do. Oh. And break up. Somebody else decides to take over that the unwashed masses and that's oh. pretty crazy. Whenever I whenever I need a, a good laugh, there's a somebody took a recording of one of their ops to go after uh, to go after a Titan. This is mm-hmm. years ago, back before Titans were just would die like crazy now. But uh, so they were going after this one guy's Titan, and the the first two minutes is. The, the, the fleet commander screaming at everybody, calling them fucking morons, and just <laughs> just just verbally berating them. Okay, if you hear this, then you do this. If you hear this, then do this. If you hear that, then do that. Well, what if this? Then do that. Like I told you, shut up, you know, blah, blah, blah. If uh, you see this person show up, then run away. Don't wait for the order. And, and they go, and they take the system like they think they're going to and they're all mm-hmm. they're all starting to celebrate and you hear this quiet person go, Shrike on grid. And and they're just all celebrating. They're like, oh yeah, we got you, sucker. You bet you didn't know it was a trap. <laughs> and it's like and somebody's like, so why am I why am I frozen? It's like, it's because you're dead. 
<laughs> but everybody died. They've been celebrating for 20 seconds, and nobody realized that they were all dead. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I love that story. Oh, that makes me happy. It's 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 like three minutes, and my favorite point is when you hear this little voice go, Shrek Country. It's like, oh, we're all dead. Doomsday, we're all dead. I, I must admit, I have a, a, a fondness for the Boon Squad because uh, years and years back for the great furry Armageddon, um, I was on the, the Something Awful Wards, and so there's a little part oh, of me. Oh, you're that one is, of those yeah, people. Um, Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by one of those people? What do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so there's a part of me that, that is always a, a little bit cheering for Goon Squad because it's kind of like cheering for the old college alma mater. <laughs> I don't really care about football, but, you know, hey, go team. Yeah, um, rah, rah. I've got a, a really old friend who's a pretty high-level member of the, the Goons. Mm-hmm. So I know they still meet up and hang out and do whatever fun stuff it is that they do. So I assume yeah. that they're still together. Keep on um, keeping on then, guys. A bunch of them have jumped over to, jumped over to World of Tanks, too. Really? So, okay. Uh, I see them occasionally when I scream at them. You don't play WoW, but you have your own games. That's right. That's right. I'm, yeah. I'm a little upset they shut down Free Realms back in April. So I, was, I was playing that on the PlayStation 2 to <laughs> keep up with some other people, but... But now we are going to try the Long Row 14. Are there tasting notes that go with this one? We, we read the tasting notes after, after yeah, okay. because we don't want to be swayed by what they say. Gotcha. Because usually it's a lot of bullshit and we don't want to taste the bullshit. Marketers. Hmm. This is a kind of pungent. A, I was going to say sharp. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for your siren call. It's, it's there. There's a little bit there. Where, where is it? Not yet. Really? We don't know that yet. It, it kind of smells we, we like... We wait this, for the taste, but... Uh, it has that smell of scotches that I know I generally won't like. It's got that... That's a really... So we'll see. We'll see. Kind of a, like a flowery but oily smell. Ooh, that's a good way of describing it. Yeah. Okay, fine. Since you won't fog on it, I'll say I'm getting some salt. No, I, I mean... I mean, maybe I'm smelling it a little bit, but usually I wait until the tasting to, to taste it. You foghorn salt on the nose a couple of times. Don't go there. Yeah, well, it's not that bad. No, I, c- compared to the space side of the Brulati waves, yeah, no, it's, no, it's uh, not nearly as much, but it's certainly there. I don't know about the floral thing you're getting, though. I'm, I'm like, like, a, like a rotten fruit. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll give you the oily. Overripe. Yeah, I, I, I think it's even worse than overripe. I think it's I think it's at the point where it's rotting, rotting fruit. It smells nothing at all like my refrigerator. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it reminds me, i got to put some bananas in the freezer. See, overripe banana with, with a little oil and some salt is where I'm going with the nose. That sounds like it'll be delicious, yeah. and I can't wait to put it in my mouth. Mmm. It's like the worst banana bread ever. Mmm. <sighs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that feels like it went right up into my nose as I drank that. And, uh, and, and I'm moving from overripe into rotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little... Oh my god, the salt is just overpowering. Oh, see, I'm, uh, I'm getting salt, but I'm not getting the overpowering compared to the other thing. I'm getting a little bit like burnt rubber. This is almost oh. medicinal. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, one of the other Campbelltons we've had. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and yeah, now that I go back and smell it again after having a sip, it's even more so. Yeah, I'm thinking with it. There, there's some burnt rubber in here. Mm-hmm. Not that I know what that tastes like for real, but, you know, it, it tastes like how it, it smells. tastes like it smells, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm... Salt is ridiculous. It, it basically it killed every other flavor. Well, then you are fortunate, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yes, I'll take the salt over. Uh, slow burn on the tongue, too. You take a sip of it. Yeah, it just I mean, it's not too bad going down, but... Uh, whew, no. I'm, I'm getting a, a little warmth. Going down the throat, but but, hold on. but it's definitely like I can feel it hit my tongue, and it spreads across the tongue, and then you can just feel the vapor crawl up the back of your throat and land in your nose. If I a lot, I apologize and, to yeah. those listening to us. And compared to some other scotches, there, there, there's a little oiliness to it, but not nearly what I would have expected out of the nose. Well, and it's not very viscous at all. No, like I would expect it to be way more viscous with that kind of oily smell and. 
doesn't taste like it. I'm getting, I am getting the, the, the fruit more with my second drink on it. And I think banana's right. Yeah. Um, but I'm, it's not, it doesn't taste like rotten banana to me. It tasted actually like a fairly nice banana. I'm not going to say that this is going to be a, a great scotch to me, but it certainly wasn't terrible on the second tasting of it. Well, the combination of banana and burnt rubber with the salt to me, it's just not really my favorite flavor ever. I mean, it's not aggressively smoky or peaty, which I, I guess I should say counts in its favor. I mean, I've had some where it feels like you're licking a swamp, and yeah. this is certainly not that. Um, so thank you for, for not feeding me swamp water. I appreciate that. This episode? <laughs> oh, crap. Well, we're, we're, well, we don't, when I come back in two weeks, that's all you're going to make me drink, isn't it? Well, not all. Um, well, we'll, 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 see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens Probably. next week. There, there's the potential that at the, 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 the subregion of Scotland that's known for such things, it, we, we do have one of those next week. But then again, so is Brulati. So, yeah, I mean, the same island in Brulati, so it's going to happen. I, I will say, I, I get a little smoke in the finish. Yeah, there's a touch of smoke. Um, Hit me. In terms of the medicinalness, though, I that there was a little bit there, but it certainly was not spring bank. Oh God, it just numbs the hell out of my tongue. Though this stuff did. This stuff or this? Yeah, thing? this stuff did. Which is probably why I couldn't taste the salt the second drink. Mm. So yeah, I, I think you were really going to pick out the salt because it was kind of pointing you in that direction. No, no, man, I could smell the salt. Other than Brulati, I try not to do that. Like no, it's burnt children. This smells a little sweet, and there's not much else going on. Yeah. Yeah, I might need a reset too. We're uh, breaking out the coffee grounds to do the nose reset here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a hit of the coffee there. <clears throat> it's mellowed out quite a bit. Um, yeah, there's there's less of the of the salt. It's still there, but certainly less. And I'm getting, like I said, a, a sweetness, and otherwise there's not much there to the nose now. And I'm still yeah, smelling something. Comes back out to me. Mm, I'm still smelling something slightly unpleasant in it, though. I'm not sure what that is. Well, it, 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 is it an unpleasant yeah. smell, or is it compared to other whiskeys you've had? This one ranks in the unpleasant for whiskeys, because mm, that might be a That's true. That's I mean, true. Um, let me take another smell. This is an unpleasant smell that's in there. Mm -hmm. um, no, I think there is definitely something native to the smell that makes me... But, it, you know, as I said, it's that... And the rotten banana is still there. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. The medicinalness of the, of the vapors is certainly down. Overripe orange? Maybe. Maybe a little citrus in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Just, just a hint. Maybe, maybe that's the sweetness I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm nosing a little different. I'm, I'm just catching on the edge here, and that's really kind of giving me... That's what I usually do. I'm just sticking my whole face in there. Yeah, I'm getting the citrus notes if I just kind of lightly catch it, but if I go in deep, I don't really get it as much, although now that I'm looking mm -hmm. for it... Grapefruit, I think. Okay, now Ooh. you're just being silly. No. Okay. Says the man who names the apples every time. Because there's a distinct difference between a Granny Smith, a Honey Crisp, and a Braeburn. Fuck you, Dave. He's got a point there, although Fuji's are the best, sir. Well, yes, but I'm, I'm talking... Apple bite. No, no, I'm, I went with the common ones that people are going to be familiar with. The Braeburns are the apple pie, the Honey Crisp, because it's Minnesota. Most of our listeners are local, and Granny Smith, because it's so vastly different than tart. So, you know, I'm just saying. I, I have named different oranges at him, too, and he's like, okay, now you're being contentious. I'm like, yes, <laughs> but I'm right. No, but I just, but I, I, I'll just, you know, I'll, I just mock him. <laughs> this, this rotten orange, it feels more like a, like a tangerello orange. I just make up a name. Tangelo? Tangelos are a real kind of orange. No, I said tangerello. I know what you said, but tangelos are a real orange. I know. Kind of orange. They're I fantastic know. oranges. My grandmother, who lived in Florida for many years, she grew oranges and limes and lemons in her backyard. And every year in the winter, she would send us up this big box of mixed citrus fruit. And it was fantastic. But, I mean, I've also smelled more than my share of rotted citrus fruit. Um, so when I was saying rotted grapefruit, like, there's a very, you know, particular, almost sharpness, but yet at the same time, that pulpy massness that happens with rotted grapefruit. You don't quite get it with rotted oranges. Well, as most of my grapefruit experience is fresca, I will refrain from comment. <laughs> uh, 
had a my great uncle that, or great aunt that lived in uh, Pasadena, California, mm-hmm. and then uh, another one that lived down in uh, right by Orlando, so in Florida. So we got oranges a lot. And kind of went down there for sure. You being a really quiet to make editing that much harder on me, Dave. Is that well, intentional? I could just talk. Like you like you always do. Yes, yeah, like I always do. Yeah, and now I'm gonna leave in because you're doing it intentionally. Now, That's so. well, yeah. But it's, now it's like, comedy. Well, it's always comedy. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just taking the usual stick. I complain about how he sucks to edit, and then he makes it worse. <laughs> and he teases me about the fruit, and I sit there and defend myself, knowing I should just shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> We bicker like an old married couple. That's adorable. You know, I, you know, you'll have to invite me to the anniversary party. Yeah. I'm not that. And you're in 20 years, aren't you? Uh, 17. Yeah. 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 Well, wait, 96? No, 7. Hmm. Well, I'm noticing this isn't so like That's why he's the woman. <laughs> <laughs> so the Scott. It's a shame. Um, I'm noticing that it's not as aggressive in my nose now that it's been watered down. Yeah, still yeah no, that, that's certainly for sure. Although I'm, it makes up for another palate. Yeah, I'm noticing something in the, mm-hmm. as the back of my throat as I swallow. It's not, not as medicinal, but it's still... Mm. Rotten. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the um. rotted flavor in the palate is that much stronger. Mm-hmm. It, it's less banana-y, it's just wadded now. Yeah, oh, you, get, you get a lot of that rubber. Yeah, the rubber is. I, I'm getting less of the burnt on the rubber though now. It's just rubber instead of burnt rubber. Yeah, I think the rotting of the rotting fruit hits it. Overall, I think I like it less now than I did before. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking that's the case for me too. There's I can't a side. There, 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 there's kind of a, a dirt earthiness to it now yeah. too that wasn't there before, which I think is probably the wood coming out. Yeah. I might like it more. I'm not sure. I'm starting to get that. Licking a swamp feeling with it a little bit. Yeah, and this is the bog of eternal stench versus a swamp that I like. <laughs> yeah, I versus a yeah. nice, friendly Kermit the Frog kind of swamp. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm there's no rainbow connection here. No, no, none at all. On there, and, but yeah, I'm. Oh, I have to finish this last <clears throat> sip, don't I? Oh. Well, technically, no. There is the empty glass that the porn the parent is not here for that you can pour it into. But I, sir, we do not waste the alcohol. Um. Well, if it's bad enough, we have. Well. Fair enough. Um, this is not bad. But that's the rare occasion. This is not bad enough to waste, however. Hmm. There's only been one glass I've never finished. Oh. There have been a couple that I've not finished. But most of those were club and not on the, on the show. <clears throat> so, um, let's see. Is there anything? Yeah, so, um, this is the long row, and <clears throat> so we've got i got some good news and i got some bad news for you. Well, I know that... Uh, yeah, well, just go for it. Springbank is unique among Scotland's distilleries. Every part of the process from malting to bottling is carried out at the distillery. Unlike many other whiskeys, Long Rose Single Malt contains no artificial coloring. Oh, shit. This is a very dark color, by the way, people. I know you can't see. Cause Maybe it's slightly less colored, yeah. Um... And it's not chill filtered. It doesn't mean it's not filtered, but there's plenty of not chill filtering. I didn't see any discoloration in it, so I'm kind of surprised. Um, <clears throat> this may cause a slight natural haze to form when it is cold, which will disappear when the temperature returns to normal. Yeah, um, there is no tasting notes anywhere on the box or the bottle. Um, but yeah, it's a Springbank. Well, I, we I, hated it. I, I was aware that Springbank bought Longrow. Oh, okay. So I already knew that, actually. But it is technically a different distillery as far as I know. I'd have to double-check right. that. I, at least it historically once was. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, well it's J and A Mitchell & Co. Limited Distillery, Springbank Distillery, Campbellton. So, yeah, who knows? Um, well, if you in the audience know, make sure you comment and uh, berate CDS because you can join in on um, yes. berating. Mm-hmm. Um, please, please knight me if you can. Mm-hmm. I love that that's become a thing. By the way, mm. better still, I love the fact that uh, knighting and knighting mm-hmm. is called squiring, which I created on the AON show the first time I appeared there, and that made Salsa laugh, laugh his ass off, even though he was the target of the squiring. 
But oh my gosh, that's beautiful. <laughs> or maybe it was Porter. I don't remember. I corrected one of the two of them, and I turned to Matt and I said, "So, so, so what is that? Squired?" And he laughed, and then Salsa kind of lost it. And yeah, it was it was fun. And then Jenna used it a couple of shows later, and Jenna wasn't even on the recording that I was there. So like. They made it a thing. It's it's growing, man. But as far as I know, I, I invented that one. But it, if it were <laughs> but if it weren't for Knighted, that wouldn't have been a thing. And so I'm I'm happy. And since we are a t- <clears throat> we are a spinoff of AON kind of because we inherited their old equipment. <laughs> so so that makes screw it their grandchild, and that's awesome. And I didn't realize that they were grandparents. I'll have to yes. send them some sort of congratulatory fruit basket or something. Well, I was going to send them a box of the pens, but if you <laughs> want to do the fruit basket, that's fine. Yeah. You don't give them ideas, man. You, you you know Matt Alex. He would use them legitimately. Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd wear them on stage and, and go to the bathroom during a Hilton show. But, you know, that's, that's fine, as long as we don't tease him afterwards. Okay. <laughs> no, I think they wear hey, the diapers. Tell me you're listening. Because that'd be awesome. I want tickets to this show. Just let me know. <laughs> call, call me. Yeah. Um, wow, this was bad. This was very bad. Well, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, I think we've had worse. considerably worse. But this, this was certainly... Very bad. Less than three. <laughs> And not in the good way, because you know less than three could be. You know, I I do not less than three this, but it is less than three. Well, I wouldn't kick it out of bed, but I might give it a fake name before I go home. I I'm having a hard time giving a number to this right now because I finished it. I didn't really wanna. Well, because the season is accurate, and because I don't know whether or not you have actually listened to Screw It yet. Uh, our our sister slash child podcast where where Don and Lana taste wine and where we taste scotch on their five point scale their numbers are the same, but they actually have words that go with everything not just one three and, and five and their one is I would not drink that if they were handing out for, handing it out for free at Runfest <laughs> <laughs> and because it's the season and because that's funny. I almost want to rate this lower than it should be rated simply so I can use that. Um, but, yeah, it is... I, mm. I would not... I would not drink it if they were handing it out for free at Renfest. However... R1 is technically lower than that. R1 so. is technically lower than that. That's closer to R2. So, yeah. I finished it. I can make it better than 1.5. Yeah. But not much. Not much. Um... I think I'm going to go a 1.6. This was really bad. I'm checking a curiosity while uh, Megan thinks about her score. I was actually thinking somewhere in the same neighborhood, like a 1.5. Like, um, it's not enough that it makes me want to gag or die having drunk it, um, but I certainly would not order it, and if it were placed in front of me, I would probably pass it along to someone who has done a lot of fire breathing in their days and has burnt off their tongue um, they might appreciate it more than I for the record Dave you gave the watered down not real lock do a 1.5 so you rated this just above that lock do yeah I can see that Yeah, uh, I'm going to be slightly more generous and uh, give it a 1.8 uh, it, is, it is not all that good um I thought about giving it a full two, and then I thought better. Um, I would certainly drink it neat, and neat I might have given it a two one, but wet it's like a one three. So mm. like averaged out, it's a one eight. Um, yeah, it's it's not impressive. Uh, I'm afraid that the Glen Scotia is the exception to the region. Uh, we'll, we'll have to try an, a different spring bank than the one we had before to know for sure, but. Since this is a Springbank distilled, you know, the, the, the master distiller, presumably is the same master distiller, longer on Springbank, chances are we are not going to care for the Springbank either. So, yeah. Uh, to the future guest that gets stuck with us in the Springbank, I'm sorry. It'll oh, happen. You're getting drunk. Well, <laughs> well I, do we actually get anybody drunk? I mean, we give them drinks. I don't know if we get anybody. Lana got pretty drunk. No, not Dawn. Dawn, 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 Dawn got, got pretty, pretty drunk, drunk, but she kept asking for more. That's true. She did. But she did ask for more of quality stuff, so That's at least true. she's got taste. And I would still pay for that bath in the 
Lafroy eighteen. I'm just saying, but you know, that's a whole different thing. I would um, watch that. Just yeah, saying. Uh, well, see, that, that's that's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It, it, it'd be you know an old fashioned bathtub. It's should be smaller, so it won't take quite as much Lafroy. But yes, I'll, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Don. I I kind of mean it. Um, so yeah, we uh, are nearing the end of the show here, and uh, we, so what we usually do for the end of the show is we usually have a toast. Okay. Um, is there a toast, particular toast that you are fond of? Um, maybe not a toast, but I would like to share a story about my grandmother because it's kind of toast-like. Okay. So my grandma Foley, uh, my my beloved Irish grandmother, passed away several years ago, and uh, she had. Uh, a blockage in her ischemic bowel, and it was it was sad. It was painful, and it was long and hard at the very end. And uh, she was in the ICU towards the very end, and the only thing that she really wanted was uh, a homemade chocolate chip cookie and a final shot of whiskey. And and so my my uncle Randy um, went drove out of town. They live in Chicago, so we drove to Wisconsin, because it was on a Sunday, and bought her a bottle of whiskey, and, and came back, and my Aunt Monica went home and baked her a batch of homemade chocolate chip cookies, and we came back to the ICU, and Grandma was due to go into surgery about 12 hours later, so this was the last opportunity she had something to eat with grain. Right. And so she, she put in her dentures for the last time, and finished off her chocolate chip cookie, and drank her whiskey on on the rocks and crushed in a plastic cup with crushed hospital ice. And she was too weak to be able to lift her head up off the pillow, um, so that she had to drink it through a bendy straw. Uh, but she she got her her drink and um, went in for surgery later, and never woke up. Uh, it was very sad. Um, but but she she died with a belly full of chocolate chip cookies and good whiskey. And I think that there is very few ways that you can go out of this world that would be better. So to you and to your guests, I hope that when your end comes, that you can go out as gracefully and with a belly full of delicious things. To Alaska, 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 Alaska